Welcome to Multimedia Failure. Every other week, we watch a movie based on a video game and then rank them against each other arbitrarily. I'm your host, Jason Ariola, and ignoring people talking to us while talking to some meteor alien and calling it mother with me are... <laughs> Vanessa Cahill. Vicero. You get me every time. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? If nothing else, I'm good at the opening. Yeah. So, anyway, this week, we are going to be talking about Last Order, Final Fantasy VII. Real quick, Last Order was released September 14th, 2005, the same time at, or same time as Advent Children. It was released initially only available with the special editions of Advent Children. Animation was handled by Madhouse, who has kind of a bit of a serious amount of classics under their belts, including Ninja Scroll, Trigun, Perfect Blue, both the movie and Series X, and a personal favorite of mine, Boogie Pop Phantom. So before we go ahead and uh, get like talking about this a little bit more, have either of you guys seen this or knew it existed prior to the show's um, existence? Nope. Uh, no and no. <laughs> okay, well, you know what? I'm going to say I'm in the same boat. I had no idea this thing existed until I started compiling the list for this thing. I was like, what the fuck is Last Order Final Fantasy Seven? Okay. Yeah, that's, uh, that's about 90% of what we watch. I'm like, oh, this exists? <laughs> All right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, come on, John. It's probably like 85%. Yeah. Uh, I at least usually recognize the game we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, there's that. Yeah. yeah. You know, Blake. Yeah. We've only had a couple, I think, where we were all just like, what the fuck? Uh, so much so uh, with one, we had to rope in somebody to clue us in as to what the hell was going on. Uh, thanks, Josh. Appreciate it, man. So, um, yeah. Anyway, there's not much else as far as trivia goes for this thing, and I don't have any sales figures because it re- really wasn't ever sold by itself. So it's kind of really hard to pin uh, that down. Uh, but did it come with that then, children? How did you get? How do you get access to this beforehand? Uh, initially, it came out on as like a bonus with the special editions of Advent Children, both in Japan and the United States. It never was really released by itself until uh, I think fairly recently, and I think it was made. Um, let's say more readily available once you buy the uh, Final Fantasy VII Advent Children Complete Blu-ray. Then that was stuffed on there along with something else called like On the Way to a Smile or something like that. Another mm-hmm. like, oh. yeah, <laughs> we're not watching that. Don't worry. Yeah, we're not. <laughs> that, that sound is just the, the sound yeah. of giving up yeah. in the background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, poor Ness. Yeah. So the um, the other thing with that is um, the complete. Like, a lot of the stuff that got, would have probably made Final Fantasy VII, or would have made Advent Children make a little more sense, was included on that. But it also, as I mentioned on the last episode, extended the movie out another 20 minutes. And God knows we're not doing that to ourselves. So, yeah. This is, uh, what we got was what we got, damn it. Wait, is a director's cut of Advent Children? Yeah. Oh, yeah, my I, I, that, goodness. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, like 20, it's like 20 minutes longer. You know, um, oh boy, uh, Denzel, you get you get a lot more Denzel. Great, love Denzel. Yeah, real exciting. Is it's yeah. yeah that kid who got like twelve lines in the whole fucking movie. They they like he's got multiple like multiple extra appearances that kind of are interstitial with the rest of the stuff and kind of supplements it and makes it make a little more sense, but not enough so that it was really worth it. I was kind of reading a script, um, over just seeing what the hell it was filling in. I was like, oh, okay, well, that makes a little more sense, but not enough that it's really worth the extra 20 minutes of us watching this thing. So. I was really wondering what Denzel's motivations were the entire time. John, 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 please, Denzel. I, I, I know what I said. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, also after, after that description of how to access this movie, I'm really glad that YouTube exists. It's good. <laughs> yes, you, you and me both, brother. Oh, yeah. I mean... 
I, you know, at this point, it would have. I, I'd imagine you could probably rent it somewhere if you really wanted to pay for it, but it's so slight. I mean, it's like twenty-one minutes yeah. long if you discount the credits. Yeah. So, just like just maybe just over twenty-one minutes. Yeah, it's not that. Long. It's pretty short. Yeah. yeah, and um, it's my favorite. Oh, good. So far, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you this right now. I like it more than Advent Children because it's short. Yeah, so. it's better, way better than Advent Children, which is funny that it was the pack-in with that movie. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, hey, yeah. here's here's something actually competent. This movie's going to be so far higher on the list than Advent Children. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not saying very much because that is a uh, pretty pretty far but, down like, on the list. So, so much higher on the list. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Let's uh let's, let's let's see where we land on this thing, shall we? So let's get this thing started. I I do want to say I told you guys off the air, you know, in our Slack chat, I have nearly the same amount of notes taken for this thing as I did Advent Children and Advent Children is what would that be? Um 5 times as long? Yeah. Uh, yeah, this might it's probably the shortest amount of notes I've taken. It's got it's got to be if it's not, it's got to be I don't, close. I don't know what else would be shorter than the notes I have for this. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah. I can't same. really think. Yeah. I mean, we, we've seen a couple of things that are like really short, um, like Mortal Kombat, the journey begins. But that was like, so there's so much happening in that movie that was worth yeah. noting. <laughs> uh, yeah. Just because of how bad it was. Yeah. 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 So, all right, let's go ahead and let's get this uh, show on the road here. So like I said, Ness, uh, just feel free to interject and let me know if you need me to fill in something here. I will, uh, I will do my level best to do so. As a, we a, a, dan- a dangerous along. offer. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, we, we, we're talking about a 21 minute, uh, short movie here. So, uh, you know, whatever we can do, pad out the episode. So I think we literally talked like what, 20 minutes before we started recording just to, uh, pad out the uh, bonus contents a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and almost a little of it had anything to do with Final Fantasy seven. So anyway, the opening is Zach dragging Cloud through a forest. A bunch of soldiers are chasing them. Um, then we cut to a guy on a cell phone in an office telling Rude and the others to head somewhere while the rest of them are headed back to headquarters. I it, it was very vague. And unless you really kind of know what's going on, it, that conversation probably made little to no sense. Even knowing <laughs> what was going on, I still barely understood that. At least yeah. I like could recognize so, the characters this time, except for the guy who was yeah. talking. <laughs> See, that's something. That's did something. You, yeah. Did you, did you recognize Zach immediately? He was. Well, he you was know, I did. Re- he, he, go ahead. Sorry. I did look at him, and I was like, I think that's his dead friend. <laughs> so You're right. you got it. I would say right. yes. I did recognize Zach right yeah. away. <laughs> Which is, yep. which See, is weird we because he was barely in Advent Children, but you know. That's, but his ha- his uh, hair I, is like pretty obvious though. Yeah. Yeah, it's basically just a black version of Clouds. So It's better yeah. hair than Clouds hair. That's true. It's more anime. Yeah. So. All right. Um, yeah, it's left to it's left pretty vague as to like who this guy is referring to though. So like I said, unless you're coming into this with a pretty good like feeling of what Final Fantasy VII's story is. You're probably just, like, totally left in the dark here. So, anyway, back to Zack, who dispatches some soldiers with ease, picks Cloud back up, and then another batch of soldiers starts shooting at them, and as he's running away, he says, like, those will hit me. I'm like, you know, just because you're a badass, (laughs) bullets don't run away or, like, veer off from you. It's like, you can can take out a bunch of guys hand-to-hand, sure, but bullets still are the same doesn't matter how strong or badass you are dude but. his his uh first of all after he said that it bounced off his sword which i thought was funny because uh yeah uh but yeah his anime hair is too strong, it's too <laughs> yeah, strong. There we go. yeah 
Uh, all right, so back to the guy in the office. He says he's been effectively dealing with Zack and Cloud for five years now, ever since that incident, which was Sephiroth figuring out who he was, going nuts, and then slaughtering the whole town. Um, this office guy laments that their fate would be probably different if not for that incident, which is a very deep thought, yes, because everybody's fate would be different if, you know, a certain incident didn't occur in their lives. It's like, you know, if I... It's just like, really, dude, it's... That's that's what your life is. It's based on your choices. This is like an iconic scene in Final Fantasy, though, of Seven. Yes, it is. It is. is the incident the rest of the movie? Yes. In the past. Yes. Yeah, except they do weirdly cut to the present at times without, like, really doing anything visually different to distinct... uh, Exactly. It was distinct. Yeah. So just to uh, clarify, yeah. the present day, it's Cloud and Zach, and Cloud is like, I don't know, comatose maybe of dead sort. or Comatose. Did they ever explain why he's comatose? No. Um, it was all the experiments he had done on him. Oh, okay. After he got stabbed, I guess. Yeah. See, okay. They didn't do a very yeah. good job of explaining. So, okay, so that's present day, and then all of the other bits are the past. With Sephiroth. Five years is, the, the past, is the present yeah. day like the end of Crisis Core, Jason? Is that like yes? Okay, because I've never yeah. I, we've talked yeah. about it, we never played Crisis Core, but I assume that's what this must be the end of that game. The the very end of this is the end of Crisis Core, basically. Okay, I get so, I get more and more intrigued by that game as <laughs> the more we do I, I, this. Dude, I I, yeah. I I forget who it was that talked about Crisis Core, yeah. but as you were as you're playing it, you know Zach's fate at the end, and you're literally playing through trying to save yourself against like a nonstop horde of enemies. And you just kind of see yourself slowly like losing. And it's sort of this feeling of like, I don't know, like the way somebody described it. And then I watch it. It's just like, Oh man, it's like, you want to be able to save him. And you've like, you're, you've got all these skills and your abilities. And you're like, I can, it's like, I should be able to do this. And you just know, like at, at the end of it, it's like, no, he just dies here. There's nothing you can do. And it kind of a shitty way to go out, but it's also like a good ending for that because it, Really, I think hammers home that like Zach's a pretty good dude, all in all, and you just feel really bad that he ends up getting killed. You know, they didn't really flesh that out in Final Fantasy VII very well, nor much of anything else, because <laughs> I most people don't even know you actually don't ever fight Sephiroth till like the very end of the game. <laughs> so. Yeah, he's he, yeah he's barely in seven. Well, I mean, he's in seven. Well, but here, he's just like here's here, here's the thing, Vanessa. Yeah. You you fight shadows of Sephiroth throughout the game. Garbage. <laughs> yeah but yeah <laughs> it's it is not very clear that you do not actually fight sephiroth himself until the very end of the so, game so the games are just as confusing as these movies uh, uh, yes. and we talked about last time that the seven has a terrible translation too which makes it even more confusing oh yeah <laughs> uh-huh. so, yeah yeah, yeah it, it really uh, doesn't help yeah uh i i'll say i think zach seems to be a better character than the cloud is yeah and that ending reminds me uh I like that. I like what you described in the ending there. It reminds me of Halo Reach's ending also, which is uh, yeah. very similar, very, very similar. And I like that ending quite a bit too. So I might play Crisis Core eventually. I would, that would be, that'd be kind of, you know. yeah. Yeah. What if they, what if they Crisis Core into the remake eventually? <laughs> there, well, yeah. there's already like nods to it. Like there's some of the, um, the juice or like water, I forget what it is, but like some sort of beverage that's in Crisis Core. They have, like an advertisement or something for it in the demo. So mm-hmm. there's little bits of it. So it, I'll, it, I'll be interested to see like how much they sort of change the reality of that game. So yeah. anyway, let's go ahead and let's move on here. Otherwise, yeah, we're, <laughs> we're, we're really off course anyway. Uh, so we go back to 
uh, the past where Sephiroth is killing the town. Tifa is looking for her father, sees her master who taught her how to fight. He's holding on to a guy who's badly injured. The master mentions her dad was last seen in the Mako reactor. Or, I'm sorry, Mako reactor. I'm That is going to be a bad, like, much like the Eris thing, that is going to be a habit I'm going to have to break. So, <laughs> it, you know, it's Mako. I always thought it was Mako. Mako, I guess, makes more sense because it, Japanese pronunciation, it would be Mako. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Anyway. Uh, the guy mentions that Sephiroth is headed to the mountains where the Mako reactor is, and Tifa runs off. Uh, we go back to the present. So, yeah, a time <sighs> jump here. We've had two time jumps in the course of about 30 seconds. Right? Like, right? Yeah, I know. As soon as this happened, I was like, oh, poor Vanessa. And again, well, I'm, on, no. I'm on Vanessa's side that the there's really no distinction between the past and the present. So. There's no distinction. Yeah. And then also, you know... Like, I don't know if Seth Roth's always been a bad guy. And then Tifa's like, why would he burn down the village? And like, why wouldn't he burn down the village? Man. Of course he like it, right? Man, you're getting, the crazy yeah. thing is you're getting the story in order, Vanessa. Oh. <laughs> 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 yeah, this is a little nutty. Um, so Sephiroth basically was like a soldier like Zack. And then he found out he was a clone effectively and went nuts and slaughtered the whole town. So... Yeah, they're all super soldiers that were that I did understand. Someone yeah. said something, I'm a soldier one or something. Yeah, first class. Soldier first no, class. We'll, soldier we'll, first we'll class. We'll get to that. Yeah. And that's who we'll I call get to that. Zach number two because I didn't realize that he was in the past. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's very confusing, isn't it? Oh my god, it's so confusing. <laughs> so, all right. Back to the present. I'm going to, I'll notate it each time we kind of jump <laughs> back and forth here. Very much yeah, appreciated. I, yeah. Yeah, so Zack is surrounded by soldiers everywhere. He puts Cloud down, plants the Buster Sword in the ground to protect him, and charges barehanded at the soldiers. Right. Gotta say, uh, based on this, Zack is pretty much a badass. He's dodging bullets, taking them out with no problem. Yeah, I was like, why did he put the sword down? I guess he didn't want to kill them, I would. I guess? He was pre- he was basically protecting Cloud. Yeah, is what he was doing. he's got the... Oh, that's right, he puts it in front of him like a shield. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. Mm-hmm. All right, I, I, yeah. thought he was, I just thought he was... Being, being a badass show off yeah yeah and, uh, well i mean he, he is kind of a show yeah. off but yeah the action is way better in this movie than advent children there's like some actual like kin- kinetic energy to it it's not yeah it, it's not inc- incredible incredible but it looks good and it's it's pretty satisfying for the most part so. than the yeah i mean that's that's what happens when you have an animation studio yeah. that's got you know decades of experience under the belt doing this yeah. sort of stuff i think the the length of this movie kind of actually hurt it in some ways i feel like the pacing was really weird in this movie uh, but and then the action scenes themselves, but it's still good. It's fun. They were they were fun to watch at least. Yeah, yeah. All right. So back to the past. Zach is running with a soldier towards the master. Zach looks around the village in flames and asks if Sephiroth did it. The master tells him to go rescue Tifa, and that Sephiroth's opponent has to be another soldier. Zach interrupts him to make sure he knows that he's a soldier first class. Certainly full of himself there. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'm not just a soldier. I'm a soldier of first class. It's like, oh, okay. So anyway, uh, Zach tells the other nameless soldier to help out with the geezer, who he's referring to as the master. And based on video game uh, knowledge that I have, the geezer is probably actually my age. So. <laughs> yeah, because Zach's 18, if you read that dossier. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Cloud is 16. So in this scene also, I was confused. So, you know, Zach just left Cloud. And I'm like, and then he just like left Cloud to go to the village. It's burning down. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, well, he left Cloud. <laughs> it, it is a really abrupt cut from him leaving. Right, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, that's. 
Yeah. No, the, there, there, there was the time jump there, too. Yeah, and now I know. But, like, I, that's why I was like, I guess there's two Zacks, or maybe this one's not Zack, and it's just another anime <laughs> yeah. character. Yeah, yeah. And it also doesn't help that they try to conceal uh, the nameless soldier's identity until, like, you know, three quarters of the way through this thing. It's like, oh, wait, that's who that is. So, anyway, back to the present. Some soldiers on motorcycles zoom past Zack, and then a helicopter rolls up on the, uh, him and the two Turks are in the helicopter. I think it's Elena and Rude. Uh, Elena goes over the intercom and tell him to surrender and they'll spare him. The regular soldiers are awfully pissy about the Turks showing up. Zack says he doesn't want an assurance on his life. All he wants is freedom. And then the guy in the office gets a phone call and then we flash back to the village once again. <laughs> <sighs> okay. So, uh, yeah. Tifa is yelling out uh, for her father as she gets to the reactor. She finds him near death with Sephiroth's swords planted in the ground near him. Her father dies. She grabs Sephiroth's swords and says she hates them all. Shinra, soldier, Sephiroth, everybody. Sephiroth is climbing up some stairs. He's looking up at a container and says, Mother, I've come to see you. Tifa charges him, swings at him, but he turns around, grabs a sword, and knocks Tifa back. Tifa then thinks about Cloud, saying he would be there for whenever she was in a pinch, and has a memory of the two of them uh, sitting near the windmill in town, which is a fairly iconic image from the game. Yeah, there there are quite a bit of those in this in this uh, in this twenty minute movie of just like iconic shots from the game. The shot yeah, of Sephiroth they, from they, behind of the, with the village burning. Um, mm-hmm. That him pulling Genova off the wall. Yeah. A lot of fan service. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff like, hey, we're definitely a Final Fantasy VII thing here. So, (laughs) yeah. (sighs) All right. So, back to the present. Two soldiers are trying to move the Buster Sword Zack planted with no luck. Another of the soldiers gets a call warning them that Zack now has a bike, and conveniently, a bike just pulled up. Zack caves two of their skulls in. The other guy recognizes him. Zack picks up a sword and flings it around and then, like, you know, hooks it onto his back and just kind of a moment of showing off, basically, that these other two guys couldn't move the sword and he just picked it up one-handed and then just twirled it like it was nothing. The other two Turks are following them. Zack goes into a tunnel to lose them. And another time jump. Back to the village. And I think this is the longest period we stay in one time. So we've got that going here. A lot happens in this sequence, so yeah. Uh, Zack is trying to wake Tifa up. She starts crying, tells Zack uh, she hates Shinra, soldier, and him too. Zack says he won't ask for her forgiveness, but he's going to make it right. He finds Sephiroth talking to his mother. Uh, Zack screams at him, but Sephiroth just keeps talking to, to Genova about her, mm. which is weird. Yeah, so, uh, so Sephiroth. Weird. I know. Uh, Sephiroth pulls off the statue to reveal Genova. Zack holds a sword to Sephiroth's neck, asking him what happened to him. Sephiroth calls him a traitor, then swings at him. Then they start, fi- or, and then they start anime fighting. Basically, uh, Sephiroth goes on and on. <laughs> they do start immediately anime fighting. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so that's like the only description for it too. Anime fighting. Yeah, yeah. they're yep. flying in the air, yelling at each other while yelling at each other while they're doing it, defying any any laws of gravity. It's good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sephiroth goes on and on about um, him being the chosen one to bring the world under control of the Cetra, which I think is another word for the ancients. Um, anyway, he knocks Zack back with ease. Sephiroth goes up to the tube that Genova is in. All of a sudden, he's run through with the Buster Sword. The soldier from earlier managed to pick it up and has stabbed Sephiroth. The soldier is pissed about the slaughter of his village and tells Sephiroth he used to respect him. He pulls the sword out from him and Sephiroth collapses in a heap. Soldier runs to Tifa, throws his helmet off, and reveals it's Cloud. Oh my god. Tifa, wait. Yeah, I know. Shock. Shock and awe, man. Shock and awe. Well, it's a part of this, too. So, again, me not realizing for a long time that this was in the past or that was the other part was the the future is like, I don't. 
<laughs> I know. I know. Like, Unless you like know. Sick and comatose, and now he's fine this, because he's a super soldier. That's the future. Are we in the present? What What is going on right now? <laughs> uh, it's just all so confusing. What time are we in? Yeah, where am I? Why am I doing yeah. this? No, 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 Vanessa. When am I? When am I? When am I? Yeah, yeah. It's. <laughs> It's really confusing. So anyway, uh, Tifa wakes up, says uh, he really did keep his promise that he'd come for her in a pinch. Some glass shatters. Cloud looks up and sees Sephiroth is still alive and has broken Genova's tube. He cuts her head off and then comes to yeah, face Cloud again. Isn't that like the thing, though? Like her head is the thing they're always trying to get back. Isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Her, her head's in the box, right? That's an Advent yeah, Children. Yeah. I think that's in seven, right, too? Isn't that what you're trying to get in seven? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's really yeah. Anyway, uh, so Zach, barely alive, tells him to finish Sephiroth off. Cloud charges him, but Sephiroth stabs him and flings him back. He comes up to him, stabs him while he's on the ground, and then holds him like perpendicular out on a ledge. And Cloud, Cloud somehow, oh still not dead. <laughs> he drags himself up the sword. Oh, it's, yep. it's badass. It's yeah, yeah, very badass. Uh, the coolest thing Cloud has ever then, done. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then gets his feet back on the ground and then flings Sephiroth against the wall. Meanwhile, the sword is still sitting in the middle of Cloud. Yes. So, <laughs> bravo, dude. Yeah. Uh, Sephiroth is in disbelief and sees Cloud's eyes glowing. Sephiroth dives off the platform with Genova in the live stream. Uh, Cloud watches him go down and then collapses. One of the Turks is making a phone call, having seen this much of it. Uh, the Master is heading down the hill with Tifa on his back. Shinra is there recovering <sighs> the bodies. This part also is confusing. Like, someone from Turks is just like hanging out watching like he like he's just like oh look they're in a fight now i guess i'll just stand here and wait for it to be done so i can call someone like where did that person come from um well okay sort of explaining the game basically (laughs) this this whole town is sort of a a front for shinra stuff and there's a mansion there where shinra performs a bunch of experiments oh it's like resident and yeah kind of yeah it's like the yeah it's like the spencer mansion Gotcha. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. That makes sense there we now. go. Yeah, I'm sure it does. I'm sure it does, my friend. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, so they're basically going to slaughter the whole town and um, put new people in there that are Shinra loyal, effectively. So nobody talks. Um, the let me see. We see the guy in the pre- or hold on. So we see <laughs> the guy in the office or from the office. In the present is in the past, but talking to what I assume is the head scientist of this whole incident. He asks the scientist if it's really necessary to destroy the village, and the scientist basically tells him tells him yes. Uh, I mean, you're too soft or something to that effect. I don't really remember. Anyway, uh, he sees Cloud and says he can use him as a new sample. So here we go, another time jump, and <laughs> I think this is the last one. Uh, we're back to the present. The office guy gets a phone call. He the phone call is from Elena, explaining that they've trapped Zach and Cloud. The office guy walks past all the Turks as they get onto the helicopter to go catch Zack and Cloud. So, Zack and Cloud are in a truck headed to Midgar. Uh, Zack is trying to figure out what they're going to do once they get there. The truck driver tells them to try everything while they're young. Zack asks Cloud what he's going to do and then tells him he's just kidding. He won't abandon him. Zack must have never had a friend before in his life because he's really latched onto Cloud. Yeah, I know. And don't... Cloud right now is just a comatose, like, heap. That's what friends do. Haven't they been like unconscious for like five years or something? <laughs> so this is, this is basically the part where I was like, was that entire thing a flashback? 
So I finally clicked there. Okay, <laughs> fair, fair. Hey, you got there before the, you got there before it ended. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you got there before the credits. It's all good. Right, all exactly. Good. I knew what's going on the whole time. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> anyway, um, let me see. So Claude seems to be comatose still, but he's kind of awake. Uh, some soldiers have the truck in their scope. They were told to wait for the Turks, but fuck that noise, right? They want to attack now. So. Anyway, the Turks are in a helicopter. Zack pops up and asks the driver if they can go faster. He realizes they're under attack and then grabs Cloud. We fade to black. We hear Zack tell Cloud to get out of there. And then we hear a gunshot. And that's the end. I Basically, really that is how ending. Crisis Core ends. Uh, yeah, I, re- I really like the ending. It was... If, I, if, if it were a longer movie, I feel like you could have got attached to Zack more. But obviously, that's what the <laughs> games are for also. So, but I thought... They, well, the ending unfortunately... Was, yeah. The only game you can get attached to Zack in is Crisis Core because yeah. <laughs> they don't do a very good job of selling him in Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I like the way the ending was was directed. Uh, the the weird. I don't know if you guys noticed the music. It sounded like it felt like Teen Spirit to me the whole time. Like, it was like that in the background the whole time, which is kind of weird. And then the cuts and the cut the cut to black and then the gunshots. I I like. I thought it was a pretty pretty well done ending actually. Uh, yeah, and, and then we got weird rock music, like like all the other, like every, all these movies do at the end. It was so much weird rock music. So what happens yeah. next? Set Final okay, VII. <laughs> yeah, Final Fantasy VII basically oh, happens. Okay, so here's the thing. Final, oh yeah, and then Zach is dies somewhere in Final Fantasy VII. Does Zach die? Zach is dead. Zach is dead at the beginning of Final Fantasy VII. He's been dead for a while. So Zach dies between here and then. Yeah, I think. Well, Zach, actually, that gunshot you hear is Zach dying. Yeah, that's him. Oh, that's see. So the end. So so what happened there is what happens at the end of Crisis Core, which is Zach's like side story, basically. I see. This happens, and then he tries to. He basically manages to hide Cloud, or Cloud manages to move. I forget exactly what happens, but Zach dies trying to take down all the soldiers by himself and yeah so that's why cloud kind of comes to finds zach's body and his sword sitting there and then he basically like takes zach's sword and pretends to sort of be zach zach probably friend or cloud probably feels like a really bad friend when he wakes up (laughs) um cloud has a big emotional journey in final fantasy 7 he's he's pretty emotionally stunted at the beginning of that game what i can tell he uh... he's um so throughout the whole game, he's he keeps having like flashbacks and stuff of who he is. He's not entirely sure who he is. Um, Tifa and uh, you know Tifa, who was like his childhood friend, keeps getting like their past wrong, or you're not entirely sure if it's getting it wrong or if she's just kind of playing along with him because he's sort of making things up. Cloud tells everyone he was soldier first class as well, but he never was. He flunked out of being a soldier, basically, or in that program. So he's just sort of a, you know, a boots on the ground, nobody. Yeah, that's why he emphasizes it, too. He's... Mm. But... I mean, Zach was a soldier first class, and he emphasized it, too. So yeah. obviously these no, guys got a lot it, of uh, big yeah. dick energy here with that thing. Yeah, it was. So does, uh, does that kind of answer it for you, Ness? enough yeah okay okay yeah so basically the end of this is what or is what sort of leads into the game proper there's there's some time in between but it's not really that that important but yeah effectively um what's his name jeez effectively zach dies and cloud 
in a bit of like emotional distress sort of adopts his persona adopts that he was the soldier first class and sets out to be a mercenary because that's he sort of got that from what um zach was saying in the truck and decided oh that's what i'll do and that's how he gets hired by tifa his friend into um yeah, the terrorist organization that uh, Avalanche is in uh, Final Fantasy VII, and that kind of kicks off the game. I so, see, yeah. and so that's actually Cloud, though. Oh, Amnesia. Say that again? Yeah. It's sort of. sort of Amnesia. He's sort of rewritten his past, and he's been injected with uh, Mako. Oh. That's all of the soldiers in the soldier program have been just injected with Mako to like enhance their abilities, basically. Um, this has had some consequences because Cloud wasn't strong enough effectively to handle the training and the Mako injections. So he, yeah, there, there's a lot in the air as far as the story itself and the game goes, whether you always will see like these little pulses when Cloud's sort of lying, but he's not, he doesn't realize he's lying right away or he's not, yeah, basically he doesn't realize he's lying. Um, you'll see these pulses and sometimes like Tifa will just go along with it, even though she shouldn't have that so it's kind of up in the air if somehow it's changing her reality too or she's just kind of playing along with it so it's just like yeah it's left a little ambiguous i think you see yeah it's very confusing so <laughs> anyway uh let's move on um uh, let's 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 rank this bad, let's rank, this bad <laughs> let's rank it um, let's, let's talk about confused. this i loved how short it was and i thought it looked fine yeah, I, I like the animation. It was pretty. It was solid, especially compared to most of the anime. We, like the majority of the anime we've watched. Right. Um, Honestly, I put it up like somewhere under, like somewhere near the art of fighting, under the yeah. art of fighting, because it was confusing. But above yeah, Secure Wars, because like, I don't remember that one that much. I would say it's. It had a lot of similarities to Galarian's, and it's better than Galarian's. It looks mm-hmm. better. And it's, yeah. Um, uh, better than def- Final Fantasy: The Spirits Within. Yeah, I think. it's definitely the best Final Fantasy. Yeah, ever absolutely. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah by far. Better than Tomb Raider and Jirachi easily. Oh totally. Totally. Um, I don't know about uh, Art of Fighting, though. I really like that one. With the cat. It's better than Toshinden. It's, be- it's better than Soccer Wars. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I, I'll, I'll agree. Yeah. I'll agree. Uh, it's also very short, so that helps it, better, it a lot, too. Is it better or worse than Art of Fighting, I think? Well, that one uh, I liked because it was funny. But I think it's better than Pokemon Forever. Why is Pokemon Forever above Art of Fighting? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, what I don't was that one about? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 we, that was Celebi. That was Celebi. That was Celebi. That's why, because John had uh, it's the Celebi. Yeah, I forgot about that one. I forgot about that one. I was thinking it was the one with the weird eye creature. I think that was oh, Jirachi. That was one of the prettiest ones out of the Pokemon movies. Had a lot of some good good art. Um, All right, so I think this is between me and John here. Basically, if we got to figure out if it's better or worse than Art of Fighting. I think I liked it more than Art of Fighting, but it's been so long since I've watched Art of Fighting. Also, (laughs) yeah. Art of Fighting had, uh, you know, the uh, the the pool scene where they were all oh, diving yeah. in to get the, cat, the diamond. The cat at the beginning. That's the and that, one yeah. thing that Vanessa always remembers. That guy, the sheriff guy or the um, cop guy was pretty yeah. funny. Yeah. The, t- the detective or sheriff detective. or whatever he was. And Art of Fighting um, was only 44 minutes long. Remember that? Yeah, but this was twenty one. <laughs> so, but like it was Less like it was like clever, not confusing, had a plot line you could follow. True. The art wasn't as nice, True. but it was funny, and I wasn't confused once. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Vanessa sold me. This is uh, this is worse than Art of Fighting, but better than Sakura Wars. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. Woo! This was this was surprisingly enjoyable for after, yeah. after coming off that last one. That was I know. Yeah. 
I know, yeah. So that's uh, that's our new number 14, Last Order of Final Fantasy VII, in between Art of Fighting and Sakura Wars, the movie. Congrats to Last Order of Final Fantasy VII for being way better than every other Final Fantasy movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. By, well, not... Not by as much as you think, because the spirits within it, it or spirits within is only what five below it. I think that gap's pretty big if you look at the movies in between. <laughs> you know. but you know, it gets, okay. But uh, yeah, and then fuck Advent Children. Yeah, that was <laughs> yes, the absolutely. Yeah, that was that was it. Yeah, the hour forty of our lives were not. This is not back. the last Final Fantasy we'll be watching either. So nope. it's going to be a long time, I think, if I remember right. But. This is not the end of Final Fantasy on this show. No, no. Um, I would imagine, yeah, because I don't know if there's anything else in between, but I, you know, I do know Kingsglaive is yeah, way, way down there. I've yeah, it's like 2016. Pretty sure I've seen Kingsglaive. I have. It's. Yeah. I remember it being a perfectly serviceable action yeah. flick, but <laughs> by the time we get to it, who knows how that CGI will have held up? It might <laughs> be suffering from a little bit yeah. of that Advent Children. A decade stuff. from now, who knows? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, oh come on, John! It'll probably be like four years, five years. Yeah, you know, not gonna be that long. But, uh, we're pretty good with this. We're, we're so. making our way through this list, guys. We're already um, in two thousand and five. So halfway through. Nope. Are we? No, <laughs> no, because there's like a hundred and seventy movies on this thing. I mean, we've gone through two pages worth of them, or, and there's yeah. two pages left. Crazy. Well, yes, but also remember, after we record, there's a little. Uh, there's an extra line basically after each one we record too, so that kind of doubles it. Oh, yeah, that. that's true. Yeah. So I, I, if I remember, there's like 140 something movies on here, and we've done 37 now. Mm-hmm. Well, 38 technically, if you include uh, the, the the Gremlins thing we did. If you want to be more positive? We've gone from 19, 1986 to 2005. We're doing so well. <laughs> so. Yes, but there was also a rather uh, large gap from 1986 until, uh, you know, 1991. You're killing me here. You know, I'm just trying to be realistic here, man. You know, I'm all for positivity and shit. But, uh, you know, there is a little bit of realism we have to throw in this. Because look how many movies are in 2005. Yeah, it has been a busy video game year, hasn't it? (laughs) In 2005. We've been been here for a while. And we're still, we still got... Well, we just started 2005 because Alone in the Dark was supposed to be the beginning. So we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven movies that happened in 2005. At least Doom is in 2005. I'm looking forward to Doom. I am looking forward to Doom also. Uh, I am too. And hopefully we can have Luke on that one because he signed up for the bonus one. We might have to change our regular recording time for him, but I think we can swing that for the dude. We can make it work. We'll make it happen. We're going to need it after that. Anyway. What was that? We're going to need that after the movie before that one. So, uh, what is it? Oh, fuck. You know what? Don't say it. Don't say it. It's what the, 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 the yep, surprise yep. for all of our guests. Coronavirus, kill us all, please. <laughs> Jesus. Uh... Anyway, so the next two episodes we're going to be doing are Alone in the Dark, another Uva Bowl joint, as I said on the last episode, and Pokemon Lucario and the Mystery of Mew. So, hopefully, um, that Pokemon movie is okay, and I can't imagine it won't be at least okay because it's got Mew in it, the most adorable Pokemon. It's going to be better than Alone in the Dark. God help our souls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, if you're listening to this and the world hasn't ended, um, Final Fantasy VII Remake will be out in just a couple of days, so go check that out. And if you uh, want to hear John and I talk about the demo, uh, stick around for our bonus segment. But to get our bonus segments, you have to actually go to patreon.com slash gamesjunk and kick in five bucks over there. You'll get the bonus segments on the top and end of the show here. 
you will get a higher quality audio feed for all of the podcasts we do. You will get a shout out on the show if you donate $5 or more a month. And so for that, I did forget to do that on the last episode, but I spliced it in because I'm a dummy, but I want to make sure we get our rewards in there. So I want to thank Alex Messenger, Josh Carpenter, and you two. Um, <laughs> it's always awkward when you two are on. I got to thank you guys. So. <laughs> Aside from that, you can follow us on Twitter at MultimediaFail. You can follow me at Jason Ariola. You can follow Vanessa at VicariousRock. And you can follow John at JohnLucero777. If I spoke too fast about any of that stuff, go ahead and check out the show notes. They're nice and handy and easy. And yeah, that's all there. So anyway, until next time, I guess that'll end it. So until next time, trust the fungus. When am I? Sucker!